0: Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. This is Pastor Scott, and with me today are the pastors of Cornerstone South Bay, Zach Nix, and Chris Wessel. Howdy, hi. <laughs> that Get, that getting, wasn't a very exciting. Getting week. used to this. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We Thanks don't for having do us. This. Yeah. 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 I mean, this is uh, here's the cor- pastors of Cornerstone South Bay, but obviously, like pastors here, people that you've known if you've been here at the church for any amount of time, as your pastors as well, and um, yeah, I just. I thought it'd be a cool opportunity to get to hear about what God is doing in the South Bay. It's been it's been a year, and what a year it's been! There it is. There <laughs> it is. These guys are laughing at me because sometimes I script things I need to say, <laughs> and what a year it's been with something that ended up on <laughs> my script in an email to us, e- <laughs> along
1: with five questions. I feel thankful
2: that 2020 has proven to be really unremarkable uh, in the history of the world, and, and so I think actually there's a good chance that cornerstone south bay's launch and one year anniversary will rank as one of the highlights one of the whole year well it's it may, true, it may not be result.
0: it may it may not be the most note newsworthy but it may be one of the highlights Absolutely. i sure hope <laughs> so <laughs> sure all right so. so wait before we get started though chris you have a story uh about your mom listening to the <laughs> podcast and she might even listen to this podcast and you told me and i, yeah. I think i think it should be i think should i was i, I was it? sad i was sad we weren't recording <laughs> it
1: when you shared it earlier First of all, when when Scott said you have a story, uh, I was a little nervous about where he was going. There's um, a few stories that, you, we will not yeah, put down exactly. I don't want that one being recorded. Uh, yeah, it was pretty funny that you know, with one. The, <laughs> one of those. Um, my my mom. We had we had mentioned to our people uh, a few months back about the uh, politics uh, sermon series that was starting here, and kind of pointing people you know in the direction of that as. Uh, material that we wanted people to be uh, taking in and listening to during, you know, the run-up to the election, and my mom happened to be listening that Sunday to our service, and so she asked for it, and I sent her the sermon series, which was just starting, and I also sent her the podcast, kind of as the intro. And uh, the first thing she sent back after listening to the podcast for like 15 minutes was man, these guys are funny. Which, <laughs> See? <laughs> which I know is the takeaway you guys are going uh, for. It is. And
0: and for those who are listening who who don't find us funny, I just wanted to make sure <laughs> that's true. You it was recorded on the, record. on the record. Somebody thought <laughs> that we were right. funny. We, we got some affirmation, and go. that's going to keep us going for another exactly. six months. <laughs> that's right. Thanks a lot, Chris's mom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, so this is actually a really unique way to, talk about things because it's not just god's activity it's not just like five minutes on a sunday morning it's not just an email Mm -hmm. right but we actually get to hear a little bit more about what's gone on what the last year has been like i mean it has been a crazy year to plant a church um for the first year of the life of the church but why don't we just look back and maybe tell us what the first you know few months were like before all this hit how 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 is it going how is the pandemic affected things. And, and
1: what's going on now? Zach, you, me, you go for well, it. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> defer
2: here uh, to the boss.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, Zach and I were driving up here. We were talking about how kind of there, there's this breakdown in time frame that, that you just kind of broke down for us, Scott, that is kind of perfectly helpful of like our start in November, 2019 up until, uh, you know, early March and COVID and then, Uh, taking us up into into now um, kind of into the fall and then kind of where we're at now uh, having settled in a little bit I would say Um, yeah we I I should say our family uh, the Nix's family and then the Pierce family uh, as as well as the Wozniaks and a few other families we were all basically moved down into the South Bay in by May 2019 May June 2019 Um, and so that enabled you know our various children to start school in the fall 2019 school year and just kind of getting settled in still attending up here in West LA and then November 2019 we kind of kicked off actually you know first uh, sermon first Sunday morning series mm-hmm. uh, down there uh, first Sunday morning service I should say down uh, down there and we, we were meeting in the in the Wozniak's uh, living room mm-hmm. which was just an incredible blessing um, they they purchased a home um, and were able to open that up to our people and and I mean what a you know what a rich blessing for a, a small church body to be starting off and to have a a living room uh, you know a kitchen an, a, an open area for us to gather on a Sunday morning was was. Amazing, and um, those were the days when we could cram in yeah, together. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> remember exactly. the good old that days the, when yes. we like
0: packed in, we packed people in close we, to each we, other. We like, had food for everybody, <laughs> a, coffee,
1: um, and we were able. One of if 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 you kind of heard us talking over 2019, you know, kind of running up to the church plant, you're familiar with the fact that one of our biggest foreseeable challenges was with our kids, just mm-hmm. the number of kids we had at the time. I think we had 10 children, all seven. And younger, white mm-hmm. seven, maybe eight, eight and younger. Seven so, at the time you know, then. a lot of young children. And so we, we were able to actually still serve them and teach them and then, you know, kind of shuttle them off to another room a little bit <laughs> in the Wozniak's home so that we could then uh, have service together and, and have the kids involved in music. And really just it, it, it was incredible. It was such a, a provision of God to, to let us do that, to have that intimate space. We were able to hang out after service and and. Um, you know, talk through the sermon. We even introduced kind of sermon discussion as part of our service structure. Mm, yeah, I um, remember that. which I think the first Sunday was super awkward. It was like, <laughs> no, nobody knew what to do because
2: it, we didn't. It wasn't after the service. It was basically I got done with the sermon and as a part had, of the had, had a closing prayer and then pull a stool out and sat down and started asking questions. Yeah. And uh, expecting people to
1: respond. Right. Trying to get some discussion
2: going so there we For some reason from Cornerstone West
0: LA, they were not used to that. No, they no, that was... <laughs> they weren't prepared
2: for... I,
1: I think you all need to bring that, you know, just start asking <laughs> questions after the sermon. I'm kidding. Yeah.
2: So it's like, we're not going to sing our last song until you guys talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: so we, we played around with that a little bit, but it was, I think after, you know, kind of getting used to that, it became
2: mm-hmm. a... a, a really a, a rich
1: part of our service we were small enough and intimate mm-hmm. enough and we all kind of knew each other well enough to be able to do that mm-hmm. and and like ask questions and and you know try to try to apply some things a little bit more straightforwardly while it was in our minds like really really fresh so yeah we, we were doing that um, we started in a, a series in first Timothy and, mm-hmm. and started working through that and, and then, then and then March <laughs> yeah <laughs> go go for it Zach then March yeah so <laughs>
2: obviously with the <laughs> the pandemic and the and the various regulations um, as everything shut down. uh, We it's it's I don't know, it's funny to look back on and also a little embarrassing to look back on and think how sweet and naive we were. Um, We we decided to because we didn't have any infrastructure, we didn't have any equipment, we had no technical expertise Mm -hmm. in doing anything uh, online. We thought, well, okay, we'll just sit tight and. You know it's a three-week order you remember that <laughs> it's a three-week order so we're just going to sit back and, and what we're going to do is um we're going to make use of cornerstone west la's streaming uh, worship service oh, That's right. right and so no, we, we encourage our people to tune into that and that's then we right. set up a um a zoom call following the service that we could all join in on and have some discussion and and just kind of connect with each other a uh-huh. little bit yeah. and so we thought you know we're just gonna do that and write it out until we can resume <laughs> 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 again just yeah. it was a simpler time yeah um we did that for about five weeks mm-hmm. and then realized yep. yeah okay this, is, yeah, this, isn't, this isn't going, this going, isn't going yeah. anywhere we need to we uh yeah we need to figure out how we can do this as a family mm-hmm. and how we can take care of our people directly um instead of uh sort of offloading them uh, to you guys and what you were doing so we began we, we basically took our service on zoom and, uh, set it up to, uh, conduct it in that way. Um, it was a little choppy at first trying to figure out, you know, uh, who's unmuted, <laughs> you know, who's, uh, somebody singing and not well, and you know, you're cutting out the, the person who's trying to lead us. And, know there was some uh, some of that awkwardness it was weird to preach from my office to an empty room anybody
0: who's ever sung happy birthday on zoom knows (laughs)
2: exactly (laughs) exactly right zach and i were exchanging a lot of texts behind the scenes that's right figure this out you need to cut this person off (laughs) um so but we that's kind of been the way that we did it was Uh just to use zoom uh somewhere along the way i think after a few weeks i Figured out how to live stream our Zoom meeting to our website. Mm. Um, it still works to this day. <laughs> don't ask me how. If it ever stops working, it's we're just gonna abandon it because <laughs> I have no idea what I did and how I made it work. But
0: yeah, but you figured it out once and we one day it out. for one day you knew how to do it, and that it was it's enough. Set
2: up. So now yeah. all I have to do each Sunday is hit a button, and the away things we go. they
0: don't teach you in seminary. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's no playbook for any of this, you know. <laughs> people keep yeah. asking me like, "How's it been going?" And it's just like I, I don't have a criteria to yeah. measure that against. I've number one, I've never planted a church before, period, and <laughs> oh nobody gosh. has ever done it in a pandemic, so mm. it's not like you can pull off that book from your shelf. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so we did that, and uh, and we finished up our First Timothy series, um, and we. We in June yeah. things started to, to you know loosen a little bit, and we felt like we could take advantage of that uh, with our size and, and meet in person. So we had one Sunday in June when <laughs> we uh, we met together. About half of us met um, in the Pierce's backyard. Uh, we continued to to still conduct the service over Zoom for mm-hmm. those who uh, wanted to stay home. And then what two days later, um, the governor. Imposed new restrictions on oh, yeah. singing and all this kind of stuff. So we were back to virtual again. Um, but things got clarified. And then it was about, I guess, in late July yep. that we resumed um, meeting in person, outdoors at the Pierce's backyard. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing that ever since. Hmm. So, And, and you, <coughs> you, you Zoom
0: that as well, right?
2: Like we do Zoom that yep. as well, yeah. Okay. We still have uh, one or two families that join via Zoom every Sunday. Um, and then we, uh, through the live stream, which is, you know, much less participatory, uh, we end up with people from all over the place. We've gone international. All, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to brag. People from <laughs> all over the but world. All over the world. Oh, yeah. They might share our last names, but still. <laughs> Zach's parents do <they're>, live. <laughs> dang it. You probably want to edit that out. Um, so, yeah, so that's been Something that's effective. That yeah. We, yeah. We've continued to do, and it's yeah. worked pretty well. Being outside um, in somebody's backyard, you know, there's the occasional challenge of, you know, a neighbor is yeah. sawing a pipe <laughs> in there. <laughs> Actually happened yeah, so, on Sunday morning. Yeah.
0: So this morning, I mean, we're, we're just getting used to this. I mean, we, we've, been, you, we've been doing the, the communion services for a number of months now, mm-hmm. but even when we started that, I, I kind of learned from you guys, right? I, I asked, like, Wait, hey, what are you. <laughs> What <laughs> what's working what's not you know um and so this morning I, I don't know i had maybe 10 minutes left in my sermon and there was a car accident oh my right goodness. on barrington like oh. right right next to man, us wow. thankfully it wasn't it wasn't too bad like it was kind of just like a fender yeah. bender but but you know everybody's sitting there and here's the screech <laughs> oh man <laughs> and i'm like up on the stage so i'm looking over i'm like i'm like uh <laughs> i'm like it looks minor. <laughs> Scott Everyone turned into a traffic. Every, yeah, I, I did, for, yeah, for thirty seconds. I'm like, hey, you know, I want to avoid Barrington. That's South. right. Everyone, everyone's everyone's fine. They're just not happy. I think we can go on with the sermon. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so not quite pipe sawing.
2: No, yeah. but well, and, that, and but that's, we, that's much more dramatic than anything yes. that we have had. But we
1: also have the the challenge of. Like we're only doing one service, so that is our recorded service yeah. as well. <laughs> So the sound quality uh, we're dealing with, you know, yeah, yeah, a little yeah. different, little but bit, yeah, no big bit. deal. There. So awesome. yeah. So how have
0: how have the people that are a part of, of course, the South Bay, like connected during this time? Like, what has what's that looked like? I mean, I know mm. that there was there was this very um, very strong community, right? And the heart was to be this community that could reach your community and to live this out mm. together right this is the vision of this church plant in the south bay and like, all of that i mean not just your services right but all of
1: that got so much harder yeah mm-hmm.
0: like what what's that looked like for the
1: you kind know, of connecting points of mm. the people within the church yeah i, I mean I, it's worth saying like as you were saying scott like pre-covid uh, mm. it, it, our c- connections and community was being built i think pretty robustly like it's it just is it really encouraging mm. i mean we have Again, a small group of of men and women um, and and our children, of course, but like especially our our men and women, like just being faithful, strong, committed uh, brothers and sisters, you know, and committed to the church plant, committed to what God's doing there. And so that's led to, I I think, um, pretty strong bonds between Mm. people, even a few, you know, we've had a couple individuals uh, join us who weren't as connected to, in Cornerstone West L.A. Mm-hmm. before, who were, who were pretty new to the church, and then they, they've joined us, which even them being kind of brought into that family, mm-hmm. um, I, I think it, it's been really strong. And I think so much so that it's really enabled us in many ways, uh, by God's grace, to, to continue through this time mm-hmm. um, with relative ease, just <laughs> as far as like shepherding our people and yeah. continuing those connections. Um, It's just been, I've been incredibly encouraged by it. I know Zach has been of our our various people, like really reaching out and still maintaining connections. Mm -hmm. And obviously just like everywhere, I mean, with, with COVID, I mean, you know, we first had our pretty tight lockdowns, but as you know, we've tried to be uh, wise and obedient, but, but also faithful and, Mm -hmm. and um, you know, still wanting to meet with people and what that looks like and being able to um, meet with, people in front yards and backyards and, um, you know, via zoom, yeah. whatever it might be. It's been, I've been really encouraged by it. Um, mm. in, in incredible ways. Mm. I mean, even just take Halloween, for example, we were able to, you know, kind of do uh, drive by trick or treating mm-hmm. with, you know, with our various people for our mm. children. And, um, yeah, just what a special event that was for, for our people mm-hmm. in light of really the challenges of, you know, what else could we really do, um, so I think that's been that's been one of the real sweet spots, I think, like real encouragements for us mm-hmm. as far as seeing those. And mm-hmm. even like our women just kind of organically planning a, uh, a women's connect, uh, you know, kind of event this coming Saturday mm-hmm. for teaching and singing and prayer and, and just worship together. Um, it seems like the, the friendships that have developed, the the um, community that's developed has been really, really Solid.
2: Yeah, I mean, beyond the things that we've done programmatically, which has also been an encouragement. I mean, I'm thinking about our our. We haven't talked about our Wednesday night Bible study mm-hmm. that we had been doing in person. Um, when everything got shut down, we moved that virtual. Uh, I mean, our attendance went way up. I mean, we had people <laughs> who, and a lot of that just had to do with you know everybody's at home, and so we push it later into the evening, and so some those that had kids that challenge went away um, because they were put to bed and not a distraction. Uh, But even those who like typically would work later and and couldn't make it at the time we had before, were now able to attend. And so we had Hmm. more people joining and consistently, I mean, each and every week, so many people uh, showing up to participate all the more remarkable because they asked me to uh, teach them through, walk them through the each book of the Old Testament. (laughs) <laughs> and just sort of give a high level view of you know the structure and the themes and like uh, how to understand these books and, and you know that's not exactly uh you know a, a huge draw on <laughs> yeah, its own yeah, especially yeah. when I'm the one who's <laughs> leading it uh, but there have been those things programmatic that we've tried to do that we've maintained that that everyone has just really committed to and said mm. yeah like this is what we're going to do and we're going to show up and participate but mm. to your what Chris was saying I think one of the most incredible, most encouraging things has been the ways that those connections and those efforts have been made organically outside of what we've tried to do sort of structurally or or, um, programmatically as a church. And so I hear Mm -hmm. all the time about a group of women, for example, who decided, hey, they're going to read this book together on this particular topic or Mm -hmm. this other group of people who, hey, we're going to get together via Zoom every whatever Tuesday morning for coffee and just to kind of connect. I, I hear about um, uh, older individuals in the church having dinner with younger individuals in the church mm-hmm. and and uh, yeah it's just it's yeah. I think our folks have really risen to the challenge mm-hmm. and have recognized mm-hmm. the value of of community that it hasn't just been a something that we give lip service to but mm-hmm. something that everybody has really understood this mm-hmm. is important and we need to figure out a, and fight all together um, to work towards yeah, it and to. Yeah to protect it.
1: I think yeah. it's worth sharing even just the, the rich blessing that um, the, the Nixes, for those who don't know, were they were living in, in an apartment in Hawthorne when they first moved down. And in August, uh, sorry, our family, um, we were living in Lawndale. We, we are living in Lawndale. We were renting a house. And our neighbors who live behind us, um, who we have gotten very close with, were moving out. and the Nixes were able to move into the house that opened up behind us. So mm. we, we now live on the same property, which, uh, you know, we could talk about in so many different ways that the incredible blessing that that is for both of our individual families. But I think for the church, like it opened up a, a yard for mm. the Nixes to host people. And like, cause before, you know, being in a, in an apartment without any outdoor space, that was just, that was very difficult. Mm. And so now being able to actually have people from the church over, for for counseling mm. for dinner for hanging out um outside like that you know that that's just that's such a rich blessing mm. that like god provided and that was in august mm-hmm. um so there are things like that that I, I think are you know just kind of easy to to forget um that they're just really incredible provisions from god in as as we're doing all of this yeah so yeah absolutely so the, the other i mean we've talked
0: about <clears throat> the heart to go into the South Bay for the sake of the community, right? For the sake of reaching the, the community around mm-hmm. you. And this, you know, three, three, four months into that, like all of a sudden your <laughs> ability to do that is like cut off. yeah, Right. I mean, I, I, as you guys, I mean, I, I'd love to even just hear your thoughts and even if they're completely un, unformed thoughts, man, as you look to the next year, mm-hmm. right, as you look forward from here, like how are you striving to engage with, uh, relationships like where are where do you find those and how do you connect in the midst of all, with, with all the limitations mm-hmm. how do you kind of live out that desire to reach still reach the community and be there for the sake of the community mm-hmm.
2: yeah that was you know one of the things we were talking about on the drive up was um, this is one of those things that we knew going down there but we knew it intellectually Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. but we've begun to experience it is uh, what we knew was that this is an area that is not nearly as transient as the west side Mm. that there are people there who are longtime residents lifelong residents um, there's not as much turnover and we understood that Mm -hmm. Um, what I don't know that we necessarily anticipated was the fact that as a result there's not the same sort of uh, void of community that people experience there mm. that maybe people experience on the west side. Mm-hmm. People have, uh, you know, family around them. Yeah. Uh, people have longtime friends and neighbors that they are around. And so the, um, I, I think about, you know, wanting to go and, and to bring a, a, a gospel community that would be hopefully very attractive and, and would um, take root in that way. Um, one of the unexpected challenges has just been the fact that people have a sense of community already and aren't necessarily mm. looking um, for a community, any kind of community to be a part of. Now obviously, we believe that uh, the church is not just one of another kind of community oh, of course, of right? Um, but it just as far as people's felt needs, right yeah. as far. Mm. And so it's um, you know, it's just one of those things where we realize like this is going to take, this is going to take more time, right? It's going to take more investment, more developing, in pursuit of, of people, and you know, obviously, a lot of the ways that we had anticipated being able to connect and build these relationships have been, um, shut down. I think about our schools, yeah. for example, yeah. um, and the, you know, my family. We we began to make some connections, mm-hmm. um, and then everybody, you know, disappeared under a rock mm-hmm. when everything got shut down. Um, and just the general sense of, you know, people people have pulled back. People are staying home. They're, you know, have especially early on, right? Everybody was very much, I mean, it was a ghost town. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking ahead, uh, I think number one, um, as Chris, I mean, Chris already mentioned the the, the new resource that my family has in mm-hmm. particular in terms of having an outdoor space and, and trying to take advantage of that. Um, we, we have a place where we can... We believe safely, comfortably, um, have people over, to share a meal. We we've, we've been doing outdoor movies, mm-hmm. um, and so trying to build a, on existing relationships, and then also, you know, hopefully have ways that we can connect with with people, um, and trying to take advantage. You know, as things, as I say this. <laughs> as things hopefully will start loosening up, I say this as you know cases are surging, and yeah, I have yeah. no idea what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks and months. But um, both as people, I think, become a little less guarded, mm-hmm. right? People we, we understand more what the situation is. People, I, I think, are a little bit more comfortable being out, you know, with with certain precautions and things um so sort of that psychological i guess shift um but also as as things open up a little bit more i think for example um the ayso down by us Mm -hmm. is hosting a soccer league i say in air quotes for those who are listening (laughs) um you know that we signed our kids up for there's no games uh there's no scrimmaging it's basically just a soccer camp they show up for practice once a week with their own ball and they run individual drills and things like that. But it's an opportunity that's being given. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of parents that are sitting yeah. on the sideline and, and we are hoping to be able to take advantage of that particular opportunity to mm. hopefully, you know, meet some new people. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I, I was,
1: I mean, in my mind, and I, I'm not, Scott knows this, uh, not like planning. It's not my, uh, you know, <laughs> forte. So looking forward for me is, is, um, is not like something I think a lot about, but something I'm, I've been challenged to do more and more, especially in light of COVID, um, and the need for it. But yeah, I think just to echo what Zach was saying, like we, <laughs> Ezekiel, my oldest, he's five, he started T-ball in February. We got through two games and then it got canceled completely. And like, I had finally started to meet some dads, you know, like mm. of other kids, minus, minus our immediate neighbors, those were kind of the first people I had really started, I feel like, to connect with and, and, like, find some needs in the community as far as, like, how is the Little League structured and where are some needs that, that maybe I could help with. Um, and then it all got shut down. And then, you know, school was similar with Zeke was in preschool. And then he rolled into starting kindergarten all remotely. So that's been a real challenge of getting to know people. Shannon is trying to be involved in the PTA. Again, all remote at this point. But I think we're, we're really... trying to get back to where we were in a sense of like of like (laughs) and i would say that's kind of step one is like can we get back to where we were as far as like looking at obviously our neighbors um our our schools uh maybe sports sports leagues and like other community events going on and how can we you know how can we get back kind of involved in those so we're actually having like helpful touches with people and like Mm -hmm. really getting to know people and we have had some of those relationships that started and have continued which has been really encouraging Some of our neighbors who were still in touch with the folks behind who live behind us who moved out We still see them um, since we were living on the same property and everything which has been really encouraging They came uh, one Sunday actually listened in um, which was you know uh, encouraging to, to have them immediately involved, but that's kind of my kind of first uh, step out, if you will, is like, can we just get back to, to normal? That feels like a bite-sized chunk I like. I'm like longing for in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But I think beyond that too, we've we've shared the reality that um, it's been hard not to have like, I guess what we'd call like outreach events, like where yeah, yeah. where we can just like get our name out there and and like get out in the community and and do some things that. Um, you know I don't know we don't even know fully what that looks like because right. we haven't we just haven't thought that far out yet yeah um, because it, it's felt like kind of impossible at this point yeah. um, but we do want to be doing that and so any you know kind of think creatively about how do we how do we kind of get our name out there and um, and and invite people invite mm-hmm. people in right now it's been mostly interpersonal totally. which clearly needs to continue I mean that's kind of in one sense a heartbeat of, of yeah. our outreach uh, kind of you know thoughts if you will
0: yeah, I mean, I, I actually think that's that's really, really encouraging, and I think also just a powerful example for all of us. I mean, you know, the the events are going to come, the opportunities are going to come. They're, you know, mm-hmm. opportunities to quote unquote get Cornerstone South Bay's you know name out there. Like the, the, those things are going to come. I already
2: said we've gone international. <laughs> I don't know what more you want. Name is out there. <laughs> right.
0: But I, you know, what's so encouraging to me is that what I hear you say is that we're we're just going to try to engage. And we're gonna try to engage any way we can, Mm -hmm. right? Like we're just whatever opportunities out there. We're gonna gonna, any any way we can, and whatever we can, we're gonna do with gospel intentionality, Mm. right? We're gonna do with a mind that says, uh, "I'm here because I love you, and I love Jesus, and like I want you to know about that." And what's so encouraging to me is I hear that as something that all of us can do, Mm -hmm. right? Like no matter, like that's that's something every Christian's called to. Right, that's something every christian is called to is the type of gospel intentionality that says how, how am i going to engage for the sake of the gospel like what does outreach quote unquote look like well it, it, i think it just looks like engaging with others right now any way you can just mm-hmm. finding the ways but and then doing it not just saying oh, okay my you know my kid needs some exercise so we're going to do soccer check that box well no right. no like soccer's now an opportunity it's a gossip yeah, to, yeah. to engage with gospel intentionality yeah, yeah, yeah. uh the pt the zoom pta <laughs> yeah. is an opportunity <laughs> <laughs> shannon's been dreaming about that for years <laughs> man. It's, right to engage <laughs> with 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 gospel intentionality and, and that's that's so um that's so encouraging to me and it also i think gives demonstrates a little bit of why um what the lord's doing in the south bay what he's doing through cornerstone south bay is so incredibly encouraging mm. i think The the expected if you were to look back on a year like this I think what you would expect from your average quote-unquote like church plant would be a launch and then a whoops (laughs) wrong time in the history of the world to launch a church launch a church I guess you know I guess that'll go in the history books and we like move on and what the Lord has done instead is produced a, a thriving community mm-hmm. that is investing in one another, that's that, that that he's he's using this, he's redeeming this season mm-hmm. in the life of the story of whatever he does through this this body, but he's redeeming it in powerful ways in the community that he's building and in growing that community with hearts of mm-hmm. that type of gospel intentionality. And so a a year in, it would like I feel like what the Lord's doing right now, like I would have been a huge success and something hugely to celebrate Mm. if there hadn't been a pandemic Mm. and the Lord's chosen to do it in the midst of a pandemic, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm. just continue to, to grow and develop and uh, this community and strengthen it in ways that I I mean, it's it's only him, right? Like it's just, his spirit has been so, so (laughs) gracious. And that's, that's really, uh, really, really exciting to me. Yeah.
1: I would, um, Sorry, were you about to say something, Zach? Go for it. <laughs> uh, I defer to the I, boss. Like, I, yeah, right. um, uh, that's such a good reminder, Scott, because uh, to to be honest, like, there are times where this feels, to me, just on a personal level, it, it can be discouraging. Mm-hmm. Like that, man, it feels like our abilities to really reach the community are cut off. And like we've been here for a year, and I, I, I don't think I've been – unrealistic about like, Oh, we should have, you know, a hundred people by now or something, Mm -hmm. nothing like that. But like the, the fact that it's pretty much all people from West LA has, there's a temptation in that to kind of lose heart a little bit of Mm -hmm. be like, what, what are we, what have we done in Mm -hmm. a sense? Um, but I think you're, you're absolutely right. When we step back and kind of look at what God is doing, um, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And like the, the fact, I, I mean, I've read story after story, really heartbreaking story of, of so many church plants that just haven't been able to survive this. Totally. Um, and the fact the vast that, majority. you know, we, we, we've, we've not only survived in a sense, but like we just looked at our first quarter budget and like, we're pretty near self-sufficient as far as our finances, which, <laughs> I know we're, we probably don't want to tell okay, the West LA folks that. Ah, no, 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 no. This so, is, forget. This is no, 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 no. forget. I said that. Edit that out. Edit <laughs> that out. But no, but seriously, that—that's God providing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. that's incredible. Like yeah. that is so incredible. And look, we know, like, our, we by what expect our expenses are like Zach and like a yeah. few, you know, a few other things that are very small. And and so. But, it, but it's just it's amazing to see people's faithfulness and ultimately God's faithfulness and providing at that at that level mm. um, and to be reminded of that and to like not lose heart mm. in the fact that this is who we are right now. Yeah. And, you know, we hope that this is a, a certainly a season. It's not a wasted season, though, by any means. Like no. we are it's called to, to be yep. growing in the midst of this challenging season. And, and by God's grace, like he is growing his church. It's just not. It's not how we ever would have drawn it up, which is, I think, we're always. Praise the Lord Lord for that. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like, um, the other thing you said that I just want to encourage people with is like that the idea of of gospel intentionality and like whether, uh, for those who don't know, I wrestle the most with whether to like, for our family to move as as part of this church plant. Um, And there's a reality here that like whether we moved or not, the the call in my life. Uh, in our, my family's lives, should have been the same mm-hmm. as far as that gospel intentionality. Yeah, and uh, you know the 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 idea of of meeting people and bringing them in and like wanting to uh, share meals with them and he- listen and preach the gospel to them and and bring the word of God to bear on their lives. Like that's not just on Zach and me as pastors. Like yeah. that's that's on the church. And mm-hmm. whether you're planting a church or part of a, a church, like that's we are called to that. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a helpful uh, reminder for me, too, when, you know, there, there can be kind of a, a sense of an added burden or weight um, about, like, what it takes to to plant a church. And mm. there's certainly some of that in the role of being a pastor. But, like, just the day-in, day-out life of, like, gospel intentionality is, is really no different in that sense. And I even remember Brian encouraging me—that's uh, Pastor Brian—of, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know— Think of it more like starting a, (laughs) starting, starting a, uh, um, a a community group. Like don't, don't think about it as like going down and having to start this church where you think of it in terms of like West LA and like numbers, but just think about like what you would do to start a community group. Mm -hmm. And that's been really helpful because for, for me, because I think of us wanting to invest around that and, you know, God gives a growth as we just try to seek to, to water and plant and uh and nourish people with the word and see what he does with it and Mm. again right now is not it's not a place we would ever draw up for ourselves but it is good (laughs) and uh and that's good to be reminded of that's so cool
2: and i mean remarkably you know this morning we had we were we had more people involved in our service than we did a year ago um and so Mm -hmm. the lord has (laughs) in fact i mean numerically grown us again not in ways that we would have anticipated um, but that's, that's a reality. I, when I was in seminary, I had a, I don't know if it was a professor, I don't know, I don't remember where exactly it came from, but <laughs> at some point the idea or the thought was impressed upon me that uh, for, especially to the young guys coming out of seminary, a lot of them are gonna go into their first ministry jobs full-time uh, right away. <clears throat> um, what was said was, you're gonna be quick to overestimate what you can accomplish in a year and you're also gonna be quick to underestimate what you can accomplish in five years. Hmm. And that's been something that I, for whatever reason I took to heart and has been proven to be particularly <laughs> valuable. Yeah. Uh, as I look back and I think about this last year and, and what it has looked like. And um, no, it didn't go to script and it it uh, has certainly had its, its fair share of challenges. But I remember a phone call you and I, Scott had back in, I think April, it was pretty early on mm-hmm. um, we were talking and we we were talking about how the I guess one of the blessings of this is kind of the the simplicity of ministry that it puts on us as pastors because yeah. what especially at the time mm-hmm. when we weren't really even being able to meet in person it's like what can we do well we can pray mm-hmm. and we can teach the word mm-hmm. and well that's what we're called to do right yeah. so um, it it was helpful to not necessarily get distracted by all the kind of the the other things that we end up putting out a lot of our energies to and mm-hmm. just think about okay, here's where we are. This is what the year has been. This is the situation that God has put us in. So what does it look like to be faithful? Hmm. You know, what does it look like to, to walk forward in obedience and, um, continue to invest and shepherd and in his church. Hmm. And, um, I, so I, I think, I, I think about, uh, I was just talking to the guy that cut my hair Uh, the other day who was very interested there's another potential I'm gonna get haircuts all the time I'm gonna get (laughs) Get haircuts with gospel intentionality that's right I mean we had a great conversation um, this barber and I but I was telling him like look we we're just getting started and we we figure we're laying a foundation for something that is we hope to be able to build on you know more rapidly in in the future but right now nothing's wasted all this investment and, and Pouring into our people corporately and individually, and in all these different ways, we trust that it's going to bear fruit in its season. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that's been a helpful way to to think about it and to not get discouraged mm. and to just keep pressing forward.
0: Yeah, that's that's honestly, it's really encouraging to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, just here, I think we're we're obviously at a different point in the life cycle of the church, but the reality that not only are we you know getting through this mm-hmm. right but that all the work that we're doing all the preaching all the praying all the connecting mm-hmm. all the counseling and shepherding and discipling even in its various mm-hmm. and distanced forms at times um, is both providing for and it's accomplishing the gospel work that God wants for now and it's also laying a foundation mm-hmm for the things that are beyond our imagination mm-hmm. that he wants to do um, in the future. And I mean, he continues to build his church. I mean, I've, I've been so encouraged to see that here and to see that uh, through what he's doing yeah. through you guys too. So,
2: yeah. And I think it's helpful because this is something that I know was um, really impressed upon me from our time at Cornerstone West LA is the fact that we believe strongly that God builds his church. Mm. And that applies most immediately to the local church that we're a part of. Mm-hmm. But more significantly is the fact that that applies to his his global church. And so I've thought a lot about, and we talked about this, I, I told people this um, before we made the move as we were thinking about this, that uh, I felt confident that God was calling me and my family to be a part of this, to go down there. But I I had no idea if that meant that God was calling me to thrive <laughs> down mm-hmm. there. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I and I still don't know what the what the outcome of Cornerstone South Bay is going to be. But I know that God builds his church mm-hmm. and whether that's with Cornerstone South Bay existing for, I guess we've made it a year, so two <laughs> years, right, <laughs> for, or 20 years. Yeah. Um, it's in a sense uh, irrelevant from the standpoint of changing know what do i need to do what do i need to be focused on because everything we do whether whether we end up having to shut this operation down in the next 2021 Mm -hmm. we're still participating invited to to join in in the building of god's church and Mm -hmm. all those people are going to go someplace else Mm -hmm. and they're going to be rooted in whatever community in the future and and again that that fruit is going to come to life whether i get to see it immediately or not mm. and so um we just want to keep that perspective yeah yeah it's so refreshing
0: it's, it's so refreshing even just for me to hear and remember and remember
1: well thank you guys yeah thanks for thank taking you. the time to do it i mean do you think anybody's gonna listen to this somebody Zach and i on i think your mom <laughs> definitely will my mom and our wives. i think your mom
0: definitely will <laughs> um no i actually i i think this is a huge blessing because i think there are are a lot of people who mm. deeply care about you guys who yeah. deeply mm. care about those that are with you as well. Yeah. Um, and he, get to hear bits and pieces, but this is probably even a little bit more of an extended, um, overall update, which I think is, is really helpful. Um, and I know that a lot of people that have also just continued to be praying for you. And so, I, and so Cornerstone West LA, I would just encourage you to continue to be praying for the, yeah. the work that the Lord's doing in the South Bay, um, that he would, raise up more and more uh, people that have a heart and a passion for that community that are living with gospel intentionality and that he would, that he would, that he would build his church mm-hmm. according to his perfect plan in the South Bay and that he would build his church according to his perfect plan here uh, in West LA as mm-hmm. well. And, and continue, continue that work of multiplication that he, uh, that he does because he loves us. And not only does he love us, he loves the world that he came to save and that he's given us the privilege of getting to be a, yeah. a part of reaching as well so yeah. um i just love the opportunity to get to and the excuse to get to <laughs> hang exactly. out with you guys so i'll we'll take that anytime um but yeah thanks for coming thanks for coming up thank you and thank you all for listening um you know we love you and please be praying, continue praying for the south bay we will see you on sunday